Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast that explores the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with artists, creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. I was feeling it. Massive burnout. Creativity seemed to take every ounce of my energy. My curiosity was absent. I was finishing significant projects, but other things were falling through the cracks. Bills were piling up and I just couldn't breathe. I couldn't wrap my mind around the work I needed to do to move forward. I was tired of delaying the big decisions I needed to make to begin the healing process. I've been in this place before, and I didn't want to make the same mistakes I did in the past. I wasn't looking for salvation this time, just change. I didn't want to close my business, I just needed some relief. So I did something completely different and found a new road to creative recovery. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 609. If you've been listening to Getting Work to Work for any period of time, you'll notice that it's been a while since my last monologue. And it's because I honestly felt like I didn't have anything to say. And over the course of the past few months, I've realized just how burnt out I've been. But I didn't really know what to do with it. I knew I had to make some sort of change, whether it was small or massive. I didn't really know what it looked like. But I also knew that I didn't want to quit or close my business. I just needed to find a way to heal and recover. As I mentioned in the opening, I've been in this position before several times. But even Looking back at like 2007, 2012, 2016, 2018, 2020, I've been in this position before in which I was looking for a magic pill, some solution that was instantly going to make everything better. And so I jumped quickly to any new opportunity that showed up without really testing it to see if it was the right one for me. And what was different this time? is I was hesitant to make any decision because I didn't want it to be like those past ones. So I just delayed. I didn't make any decision until I could no longer wait, until I knew that I had to make a choice. Around the end of last year, I started recognizing something new in my life. I recognized a new value that had shown up as I began working with my hands. I started repairing my guitars, learning how to solder electronics, changing the pickups, buying a Dremel, wanting to really find a way to do the work that's been on my mind for 20 years. And as I was working on the guitars, I was connecting with a new part of myself. I started dreaming about building a new gate and doing things outside that I never really thought I could do that was available for me even though that was a part that had always been there, but I always ignored it because I favored the intellectual and the emotional over the physical. Maybe it was laziness, but maybe it was just because I I didn't really have a role model, someone to model after to show me a way forward. And this year, as I faced burnout, the intellectual and emotional parts of me dulled. I didn't really find any book exciting me. I didn't really feel much of anything. 
but I did find solace in the physical. I started working more in the yard, playing with the dog. I smelled the roses. I took more time staring at the sky, which allowed me to ponder the decisions that I needed to make. And after you know, listening to a few friends sharing what they were doing in their life, I finally had the courage to make a decision. And in order to begin repairing my finances and to recover creatively, I got a second job. I knew I wanted to keep my business, but I also needed to do something completely different. So I applied at a local hardware home improvement store and began the journey of learning something entirely new. Plumbing. Retail sales. Working on a team. Now, anyone that knows me, probably you're scratching your head right now going, wait, Chris is in plumbing now? What? And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm as surprised as you are. And day after day on my feet, I started to reconnect and remember what mattered to me. I brought my podcasting and storytelling skills to the store. And I absolutely love what I do. Because I remember why I work, why I do what I do, whether it's on the retail sales floor or in my business. I want to help people. So now after a long day of working on my feet, when I sit down to work at the computer on my days off, it starts to feel more like a treat than the drudgery it had become. I feel a sense of gratitude and joy and I'm also bringing what I'm learning in retail back to my own business. And they serve in a symbiotic way. And it's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds in the future. I'm early on the road to creative recovery, but I do want to share five things I'm learning right now as I begin to heal my creativity and also enjoy working and learning something completely new. The first thing is. Embrace every single one of your values. Again, the head and the heart had always been there, but working with my hands, I didn't really value it enough. But it is as important as my intellect and as my emotions. So chances are there's going to be a value that maybe that you have that you are denying or maybe shoving aside. What would your life look like if you embraced? that value, if you opened yourself up to exploring what that could look like. The second thing, don't be afraid to do something completely different. <laughs> because what I learned is that your skills that you have, whether they're you know learning how to use Photoshop or graphic design, your skills can be used in your completely different environment. I was actually afraid to do something completely different because I had this fear of what if a client walked into the store and, and I helped them? What would they say? And sure enough, I think it was like day two or day three, I ran into a previous client and we had a great conversation. And he, he just said, I totally understand why you're here. So don't be afraid to do something completely different. Allow yourself to open up to new possibilities. The third thing that I'm learning is that you have the opportunity to learn from everyone around you by asking questions, searching for answers, and most importantly, not being afraid to make mistakes. 
The retail environment that I'm in, there are so many opportunities to make mistakes. You could sell the wrong product, you could lead customers in the wrong direction, but you don't know until you just try and dive in. But you're also surrounded by so many people who know so much more than you do. How are you going to learn from them? Fourth, this one is biggie. As you explore new possibilities, hold loosely to your identity. This is the one mistake that I made in the past. I never really let go of my identity. I held on so tight that as things shifted and and were malleable, I cracked and I broke. Whereas now I'm loosely holding on to it. I'm allowing myself to bend, but not break. And that's because I'm more interested in who I'm becoming, not who I've been. Fifth and finally, there's no room for snobbery on the road to creative recovery. Timing is everything. I don't think I would have been suited for the job that I'm doing now, two years ago, four years ago, six years ago, because I was a snob. I would have thought I knew everything. I, pff, why would I want to go do that? I'm not, that's not me. What I'm doing with my business, with art, with creativity, that's me. That's just pure snobbery. Whereas now I'm so open to the people around me, the way that I can help people, and just wanting to grow. There's no room for snobbery. There's no room for ego. Just learn. I'm going to be sharing further highlights as I continue to learn, heal, and grow. But for now, I wanted to share where I'm at. And the interesting thing is, I'm happier than I thought I would be. I'm enjoying the physicality of the job, even though my feet hurt at the end of the day. I'm averaging about 15,000 to 17,000 steps when I'm working on the floor. The interactions with the customers and coworkers are pretty awesome. It's something that I've never really had before in this manner. And I love bringing it back to serving my own clients with a revitalized appreciation for our creative partnership. Just today, I had several meetings where I just felt different. I felt that creative spark again. And I, I just, I'm so grateful. So the question that I end with is for you. Are you in need of creative recovery in your own life and work? I hope you'll begin listening to within, to those changes you know you need to make for your own journey. It can be so hard to make those changes. So if you need someone to talk to, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and share your experiences. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.